Hello, welcome to another episode of Anime Matters. I'm your host, Seven. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ace. Big week in the world of anime this week with that Demon Slayer finale. And I know I've done this before. I know I've I, I've touted Are you how great Demon Slayer is before. <laughs> I just want to give a brief rundown of what it's surpassed, and then I want to talk about what it can. Oh. Okay, so I think it surpassed Bleach, because I was watching Bleach earlier, and Bleach is... The, no. It you surpassed dropped, Bleach. You already dropped Bleach. I've, I've, been, I've tried so many times to pick it up. Okay, Bleach is one of those where I could never start it, uh-huh. and then I you know, had a good arc, Okay, and then and I then- dropped it. And then I've tried picking it up since. It's just, it doesn't work. Okay. Um, Surpass Bleach. Uh, I mean, I think it was already ahead of my hero, but I think it's for sure ahead of my hero yeah, now. Yeah, it's for sure. Um, I guess one, I would say, uh, just throw out there, Code Geass. Uh, and then. Ooh, that's bold. Probably, you think that's bold? Death Note. Uh, it's past. I think I would absolutely put it above all four of those now. And so I'm, I, I'm just looking at like, okay, so now, now what's in front of it? Because you you can go go and say like you know what it passed up, uh, but I think what's unequivocally in front of it now, maybe I, I left some off here. Uh, you know it's always hard to look up like fucking just anime lists. Mm-hmm. Um, I got Yu Yu Hakusho, Attack on Titan, Naruto, Dragon Ball Z, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, One Piece, and Avatar. Yes, I'm always putting Avatar in anime lists now. Well, what like I can't. That, that's what I thought of. That, is like unequivocally, I'm not even hearing that argument, you know, kind of like Manny with the Hunter Hunter fucking uh, AOT argument last week. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not even funny. hearing that argument. Um, I, uh, but that puts it at eight for me. I, I, you know, I haven't done, I don't think I've done a full list where I've really sat down and thought about everything there is about in, in a given anime to really be able to rank it. That seems. I guess that doesn't seem too crazy, but I really have to sit down and think about all of the shows because it feels like there's some shows not listed on there that I think need to be included. So I will say we'll get into a full discussion of the episode at the end at the end of the pod. I think that's going to be both of our anime moments of the week. It (laughs) the one thing I will say about Demon Slayer, man, it really what it does well, it it sticks to. It does not try and do more than what it is. And man, it fucking succeeds at it. I just, the hype moments, man, it can do them like nothing else going right now. As far as hype moments, it's up there. It is definitely up there for that. Now, when we're talking a complete anime start to finish, I'm going to have to think about that deeper. But what it's doing right now, it it's making a case. I will I will not say that that's a terrible take. I think it's it's making a case. It's building a legacy right now. Yeah, I mean, the way I look at it, so right now I have it maybe eight, because, I mean, I said unequivocally, unequivocally, but, I mean, I could put Hunter Hunter over it, but you can I can hear an argument right now that it's better than Hunter Hunter. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it could pass three of these up to make it into the top five if it has one great storied arc. I think what it's got... And I think we're on our way to that. I think what it's got going for it is it's, like, the modern version of... Dragon Ball Z, like I always say, but people are get because of the hype around it. It's the most selling uh, or highest grossing anime film of all time, right? It is the most popular thing right now. So in terms of just pure popularity, it's going to knock some things off the list for people that are like, yeah, I who, who fucking cares about you know Yu Yu Hakusho or whatever it is, right? They're just going to move it up a list that way. So it's going to have the casual audience and. 
it's it's hyped enough to to stand its own stand on its own two feet. So I'm I'm all I'm here for the Demon Slayer love this week. I can see it as kind of in a, I mean obviously not to this level of greatness, but like how when Patrick Mahomes first got in the league, he was dominating with talent, mm. and then he developed the cerebral aspect of his game, and then now he's just fucking insane. Um, but yeah. you know if they could de- develop that part. Like the writing, it's like God I, damn. I don't. I think it's. I think it's probably too late because you know the, the manga is done. It, it, oh, is it done? I believe. Haven't we talked about this? I believe it is done. The Demon Slayer manga is officially. Oh yeah, you said my hero's the one that's still. Yeah, going. my hero's still going. Demon Slayer's done. So I, you know, it depends on how it closes. But yeah, I, I could see it moving up. I don't think it's ever going to be in the top top tier, truly godly anime. But it is climbing the list and it is to be celebrated and if we're just talking animation it is at the top of any list and i mean it's you don't like to think about this when you're grading things because you want to look at it is strictly the art but you do have to look at commercial success and things like this sometimes yeah i think i think it's a factor i think it's a factor i don't think it's everything i think you're gonna have a hard time making the case that hajime no ippo i think that's what that anime is called is better than Demon Slayer, even if it might be. It's like arguing. It's like if you're getting in a best rappers of all time argument, and you want to bring bring up like KRS One. Yes, <laughs> KRS One because he had this banger that was a lyrical masterpiece that was poorly put together but had bars for days. Like it's just not gonna. You're just not gonna hold up. Nobody's gonna take your argument seriously. You can't say that Lupe Fiasco is a better rapper than Jay Z, even if hey, on some level maybe there's truth to it. At one point, you can't do it, and so from that, Demon Slayer is gonna clear a ton by itself. And standing on its own merit, man, it is building a legacy, like I said. All right, well, solid hot take. I, li- I like that one. All right, so this week we are going to be doing something that I think is appropriate. The Nuggets, unfortunately, just won the NBA title. Nikola Jokic had his championship moment, his championship crowning. What his- moment? Well, <laughs> Just as far as I mean, they won. there's no singular moment. Them winning is the moment in this case. Yeah, it was pure domination. I would say his, his really arrival would have been the Lakers series, would have been that game one where he just balled the fuck out, put up some absurd stat numbers to say to everybody, I'm fucking here. And then they won the title because they were they overmatched the heat. But in that moment, he's crowned. He is now gets to be the guy, right? He is the current best player alive. So in honor of that, in honor of the Nuggets winning the title, in honor of Jokic becoming the guy in the NBA right now, I thought it would be a great time to talk about those similar moments, those championship moments, those crowning moments. I'm him. I'm the guy moments in anime. But first, as always, we got to get into some anime matters. I haven't a clue what's going on here, but I'll act like I do. All right. First off, TMS Entertainment, Bang Zoom, hold open auditions for English dub role in Undead Unluck Anime at Anime Expo. TMS and Bang Zoom Studios announced on Friday that they will hold open auditions for a role in English dub for the television anime of... God, I'm going to butcher this name. Yoshifumi Tozaku's Undead Unluck Manga at this year's Anime Expo. The auditions will take place on July 4th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Jeez, that's not a long window. In main events at the L.A. Convention Center. Interested fans are required to register and sign a waiver. The companies will randomly select applicants by registration number to audition during this time slot. People of all ages, genders, and skill levels are able to participate 
participate. Previous voice acting experience is not required. Bang Zoom Studios will invite the selected finalists or finalists for a callback audition. So, how do you feel about that? That's kind of a cool thing. Yeah, I actually really like that. I mean, you should head down there. You've done little... You've sent little videos where you're doing a, a voice. I mean, you don't really have a, a, a guide on where you're going with it. You just kind of say random shit. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it's cool that it's one of those things that it's like, hey, there's talent out there. Let's find the talent. Yeah, I'm the uh, improv king when it comes to random voices, just going on some random ass tangent story. But I do like that because the one thing about voice acting that is star making in a way, I know they're not as big of stars, but you can actually make a career for yourself or at least just appear in something like hey my voice is this i voiced this character and that i am fucking proud of that is that your face is excluded right so for people mm -hmm. that aren't you know have you seen i want you to go ahead and look up unless you've already seen her naruto's voice actor are you familiar with her i don't what know what she, she looks like but i know what chris sabat looks like and i mean that that ain't no hollywood yeah. actor, you know superstar yeah she definitely would not fit the picture of what you would think but she's voiced the most iconic or one of the most iconic characters in anime in the english dub and would she have ever had that fucking opportunity else otherwise no so that's the nice thing about voice acting in the anime world is it gives people that a lot of times are genuinely fans of anime too because they, you know, they, they, they loved it and then they took it seriously and they knew they didn't have to worry about the voice stuff and all the body stuff, so they just honed that craft. So I love that aspect of voice acting and the fact that they're giving fans a chance at the Anime Expo, that is wild. That is so fucking cool. And I would love to know the, the role and see how they do. I understand how people fall into Hollywood now. What do you mean? Like, like just that dream, that dream oh, of yeah. being a, a a mega superstar, just showing up to these these auditions and things oh, like yeah. that. Because I'm thinking about this, I'm like, if I lived in Hollywood and I could just do like a little walk in, why not try it? You know, it's like one of those things. It's like, oh, what, what do I have to lose? You know, I I never expected my my life to go down this path, anyways. And yeah. then it's like, oh shit, and, and it just hit. And they're like, oh shit, he just bodied that. So, yeah, I think it would be really cool. And especially if you have established, because I assume these voice actors have like established characters that they use, types of voice. <laughs> I say this because I have them. <laughs> I have certain types of voices I'll go to for certain stupid stories I feel like telling. Um, and so to just kind of get to bring that to life and get to use that for people to hear, I think that's fucking amazing. And, you know, it's star making. It's just an opportunity to do something different. And I mean, again, they're not judging you based on your look, just your voice. I mean, you get shot down. It's a little less deflating, especially than than otherwise. So I think that's awesome. I, I like the randomness, too, that there is there. So there's not like a, oh, here's the hot shot. Here's I don't like that. You don't like it? You should just you send in a voice memo. <laughs> but there's you know how many there would be that's fine thousands and thousands they can't review all of those okay what if, okay what if you randomly cut out like a fucking unreal voice a, a generational voice that happens it's unfortunate but that shit happens but still i love the idea that they're doing this to just kind of give back to the fans give fans an opportunity and yeah hopefully whoever whoever does that i'm on my way to la to uh to actually take your spot could, uh, could, could you do one right now I don't even know the voice. I need to know what the fuck the voice is trying to do, but I could definitely bust one out. All right. Next piece of anime matters. New Rurouni Kenshin's anime's fifth video unveils opening song, more cast, and a happier run. The official website for the new television anime, Rurouni Kenshin, revealed its first key visual additional cast run of two consecutive cores 
or half a year. So it's going to be half a year. Basically, that's the takeaway here. Roroni Kenshin will be running very, sh very soon. It will premiere on Fuji TV's. God, I hate the term. The, the, uh, all right, here we go. Noitamina programming block and other venues on July 6th, 2023. And it's going to run for half a year. So from July all the way to December, Roroni Kenshin will be running. It will be back in a different I, way, just I've, like Trigun Stampede. Okay, so, th so this is a new anime. It's not live action? The anime will readapt the main manga series. Is what is what they're saying. So I think it's going to be probably similar thing or reimagining, just like Trigun Stampede was. Would be my guess. So you've seen I, it. So I love that because uh, yeah. Now I now now I do remember us talking about it because Roroni Kenshin's cool. I really like it, but it's the fighting's trash. Like it's legitimately trash. You know, it's just like one swing of a sword and it's over. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, I, I really do like it. Um, it's it's got. One of that, it's got that dope ass old school anime vibe to it, which I do fear that it's gonna lose that in this, obviously. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, it's definitely one of those shows where you can do more with, but they just didn't have that available to them at the time. Yeah, and for people that you know aren't gonna go back to the old, because sometimes it can be hard, right? It can be hard to go back and watch the original Star Wars because what you've seen now and what you're familiar with nowadays with some of the crazy, when you see the Marvel fucking movies and what they're capable of, it's hard to go back. So for people like that that are, you know, you're watching Demon Slayer's animation, you don't want to go too far back. Well, now you get to still experience that story told in modern animation to give a new audience a chance and still gives the old audience something to look forward to. So it, I love that they're doing this. Do we know if it's going to be a one-off or... I don't know yet. I assume that that would be based on the success. But, yeah, I'd love to see more of this type of thing for those unheralded anime. I'd love something for Inuyasha to be sort of a more compressed version of that. I think that would be great. Yu Yu show. I wouldn't mind sort of a re... I would. Okay, right, you don't want to touch that? No. Right. That, 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 no. The but still, good enough. In that. I I like that. That is true. Yu Yu holds up really well. But still, just to give a new generation an opportunity to see some of the old classics seems like a great idea to me. And our last piece of anime matters, probably the biggest one we've had in in some time, in my opinion. August thirty first, live action One Piece is coming to Netflix. It will all drop then. End of summer release. They just dropped a trailer. I told you to check out the trailer. I hope you took the time for two I, minutes. I'm gonna do it right now. <laughs> I, you know when we start, we got into this. I, I'm like, oh. Fuck, you realize I'm like, I can't stall for him long enough for him to watch it. So we will be back right now. Okay, so I'll start. Um, Luffy's a really hard character to get. It's That's really hard. Um, there was a lot that I liked about that. The action looked like it's going to be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Nami's voice, Nami didn't seem too bad. That Luffy was cringy. At least in the trailer. Why do you say that? He was like, I don't know. I didn't see that as Luffy at all. So one thing I will say, the creator, uh, Oda, said that if he had to, or like basically break down the nationalities, he said this years back in an interview where they would be from or what they would be. He said Luffy would be Brazilian. Now, I guess the actor's not actually Brazilian. He's Mexican. But, you know, yeah, close enough. And... I think Sanji was French. 
Zoro was Japanese. So as far as at least that, I think that is fairly accurate. So the accent, you know, him having that isn't a isn't something that wouldn't happen. So you you no, didn't. It, think- was, it wasn't the accent. It was the he he. Luffy's hilarious, mm-hmm. and that's what is the draw to Luffy. Mm-hmm. And this guy seemed cringy. Mm. And I I think like when you're putting a trailer together. You would probably put together for one piece, especially you're going to put together something funny. Mm. And I just wish I would have seen something funny there. I mean, look, I mean, it's it's going to be a whole show, so it's hopefully going to be in there. I'm going to give it a chance for sure. Because, I mean, yeah, the action didn't look bad when it showed Zoro doing er, like sword fighting. Zoro scene looked, looked pretty really good. Sick, yeah. Looked pretty good. I didn't I hate the Nami character. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, so you obviously just, you just watched it two minutes ago, so you haven't had time to really think about it. You're giving your initial thoughts. I watched it a two, three, four times or so. I know it's a big, big difference, but I would say probably four times that I watched it. And I think the feedback or the reception so far, I, from where I've seen, has been mostly positive. Our brother's more negative on it. I, I'm not sure why. Like he is fully negative i thought it looked really good i didn't have any issues yeah, with visuals some of the, are fine yeah the visuals seemed really good i think one of the troubles one of the few like negative things i've seen is oh you know it looks like hospital well what do you think it's going to be i mean people are they're going to be dressed in the fucking outfits it's always going to look a little bit like cosplay and it's up to the actors to sort of immerse us in their version of the world yeah. so that's why i i, I guess as long as he's I can believe that people would follow him. That's at the end of the day, even if he's not exactly Luffy, one, he has to be fun-loving. He has to be, you know, funny, like you said, and he has to be charismatic. Why would Zoro follow you? Why would Nami? Why would all these people follow you? You have to, I can't just be like, oh, okay, I guess he's just he's just him. No, I have to believe it. So that is going to be hard for him to pull off. But just as far as what I got in the trailer, I don't know. I thought they. I thought they captured a lot of it. I. I like the few bits of. Oh, we're we're a team. We're we're one. We're we're having a good time here. And the tension. I think those parts are good. I liked Zoro. He looked perfect. I think the Zoro actor looked fucking amazing. So I'm more optimistic than I think I was before. But the thing that's going to make or break it is going to be Luffy. End it's, of the day, it's, it's going to be Luffy. It's absolutely Luffy. And I think you said something that the made me realize what it was is Luffy has a natural charisma to him. Mm-hmm. This kid did not seem like he had a natural charisma. It seemed mm-hmm. like he was obviously trying, mm-hmm. but it didn't seem like a natural thing. And I mean, there's, you could find people like that. You, there's people that are hilarious as naturally, you know, it's just, we, you know, we have a friend who just naturally says anything and just, we're fucking cracking up laughing. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying cast him, but you know, just like find someone like that with that natural charisma. And then the, the, why would I follow him? That's that type of stuff can be written in, you know, it's like, oh, he's going to do some heroic thing. You know, he's going to be fucking bleeding from his, like blood going all down his face and he's just giving it his all to say that that's the type of stuff that can be written in. But as far as the character himself, I would like to see just like that natural charisma. But again, it's going to be a whole show. So maybe he has that. I, I just didn't see it in the trailer. Yeah, but we'll see. I, uh, it's definitely. But the visuals definitely. Uh, 
you can definitely see they put the money in for it. Yeah, that that's what I'm saying. The world itself looked like, I mean, that that giant fish that they were facing off with, that looked pretty great. Buggy the clown, I mean, that's what the motherfucker would look like. Uh, he would look like a fucking clown that you can't do anything with that. So some of the characters are going to look wild, but I think that if they put that much attention to detail, I think they're going to nail it. And yeah, I, I think it rides on the shoulders, just like this show in the show, One Piece, everything goes with Luffy. Everything goes as far as Luffy goes and Luffy can take them. At the end of the day, this show will go as far as the actor that's playing Luffy can take it because he is everything to it. He has to be he has to be him. He has to be that guy. I you said charisma and the I will follow you can be written in. I don't think so because there those moments, the gutsy moments, he has to sell it. So we'll see if he can sell me on it. But I'm optimistic, but it's gonna come down to him. Let's see if he can do it. All right, well, that is going to do it for our Anime Matters. Now it's time to get into some championship winning moments. Here we go! What the hell are they doing? All right, so sort of what I was talking about with Jokic is in the NBA and sports in general, there's often those championship moments. Rarely is it just you steamroll all your way to the title. Now that can happen, but there are these moments, these coronation moments. We know some of the most famous ones. We know LeBron's chase down block in 2016. We know Michael Jordan's last shot over Byron Russell. John Elway had his run to the end zone, the helicopter spin. He didn't actually score on that play, but I believe he converted a fourth down. Those classic moments that you can think about. Tiger Woods has some amazing moments. Countless athletes have had those moments where you just, you're there and you're like, this fucking guy, this is this is our guy. So how important do you think those moments are in general, I guess, just as far as sports and then we'll talk anime? Well, because that, that's those are the type of things that make you change your perspective on someone. Even mm-hmm. the biggest, like, I can't think of a Steph Curry championship moment Whereas I think if he had a championship moment, I would look at him so much differently because obviously he's he's legendary. But even even LeBron's biggest hater, you can never take away that block. That block is there. Uh, fucking Eli Manning, for as fucking shitty as he was, a lot of the times the guy has maybe the greatest football championship moment I've ever seen, where he's mm-hmm. fucking just he breaks a Dayless Thomas against the undefeated Patriots and just. Flings that bitch up to fucking David Tyree who comes down with it. And, yeah, that's a championship moment right there. Again, they didn't win him the game, but that was the moment where it's like, holy shit, they're going to they're gonna be champions. Yeah, that moment that you can always turn to. For me, being an Eagles fan, it is Philly-Philly, right? It's us going for it on fourth down, the Philly special. It didn't win the title, but it represented this is what we're here to do. We are going to go for it in a situation no other team, every other team before us would have taking the safe route, right? That's what being a champion is about. It's those moments that, like you said, they can never be taken away. For Steph, I would actually argue it's just this most recent title. The fact that post-Durant, everybody thinks he's done and he still wins. It's those things that no matter what you say, he did that, no matter what happens after. So in anime terms, I think this is so important because it's it's what stands out. It's that that memory that we have as a kid, that that thing that's imprinted into your fucking mind as a kid that you will always remember. No matter how good the show gets or how bad the show gets, they can be defined, at least the character, the arc, by these fucking moments. Right. And it's the it's that poster. You know, it's mm. it's why we remember one arm Gohan. 
it's that's exactly what it is and it like you said it's always going to be ingrained in our minds and every time we think of a show we're going to think of that character and that moment and yeah i that's why i personally love anime is for these moments it's, it's yeah it's that immortal status that yeah. icon that instant legend moment that you know you you, you save that your screensaver you find that pic posted everywhere it, it, again this these moments are basically your trump card in any argument You're like yeah but he did that so without further ado let's turn to uh, our list of anime championship defining coronation moments want to go ahead and uh, kick us off with one so championships aren't always won by the superstar mm. there's critical role players you know ray allen with the heat that's a championship moment his corner three now, Ray Allen, very good player, very good player, but wasn't Ray Allen at that point of his career. So the, what I would re- kind of relate that one to is Hanji's Blaze of Glory. And, I mean, that all depends also. <laughs> we got to see if they're going to win the championship in AOT. But if they win this ship, Hanji going out in that Blaze of Glory, that's a championship moment that I just think is going to solidify her legend. I mean, I think it already did. I've I've already said that's the greatest moment that I've ever seen like a female character and maybe even top 5 from any character that I've ever seen. Uh, I don't want to just limit it to female, but yeah, top 5 moment from any character that I can remember seeing. The way she just fucking goes at all those colossal titans and just literally dies burning up from all the heat. Mm. Um I mean, well, and it, it was it, the the way she looked to yeah. doing it. And she it was she it was her sacrifice. You know, she was buying her comrades times and it just that moment it pulled on like every fucking emotional heart heartstring because, you know, she's dead. Mm. You know, she's dead. And you're just like saying goodbye to Hanji. Yeah. Basically, that whole last scene is as the music hits, you know, it's happening. As soon as she says the music hits, she says, no, none of you. It's going to be me. And it shows her with the fucking like that shot of her. You know what's about to happen. You can know if you put that shot up, everybody's like, oh, man. Yep. Like it perfectly shows her being crowned as a fucking queen, just as a great, great character. Probably the best. I would say the best female character in that show easily. I, I think Historia was in the running, but obviously the last few seasons she wasn't really in it. But yeah, that moment for Hanji where she even had that the dap up from Levi saying, you know, like, you know, give your heart, do everything. It just it was the perfect send off and the perfect arrival, which is almost crazy because it's it's her farewell. She yeah. arrived and it's her farewell, but it really made her character legendary. She's a really good character before that, but that is what you will always think of when you think of Hanji is that yeah. fucking moment. And you cannot take that away from her. And I think that's exactly what we're doing right now is you look at NBA players, uh, Damian Lillard, uh, Allen Iverson, guys like mm-hmm. that. You love them. And I think everyone loved Hanji. But then when they have that moment, it's like, wow. You know, uh, but Allen I- like if Allen Iverson or Damian Lillard had that moment, I it would just change everything about their careers. And I think that's how this moment changed Hanji's. I think AI did have that moment with the step over for the record. But, but I, I get lost. that's not a moment if you lose though. She lost for the record. <laughs> she lost. Jesus Christ. She lost. She died. But yeah, I, I, I understand what you said. All right. My next one. I've got some that are pretty chalky, but I still think they need to be mentioned. We don't have to spend a whole lot because a lot has been said on them. But you know what? I'll actually start with United States Smash. So this is all might against all for one. In that his final moment as the guy. Now, 
obviously in, in my hero, we don't see where he became the guy, all the buildup, all the, we just know he's him, right? He's, he's LeBron, he's Mahomes, he's whatever, right? He's this, the greatest thing ever. And, but when we see him, he's losing his powers. He doesn't have anything left in the tank except for in his last moments of having any power left to give before that light dies out and it officially turns over to Deku. In his weakened state, him having the power to do that United States smash, the fucking vocals on it, and saving the day one final time i just thought that that was sort of the ultimate crowning achievement almost like a legacy legacy ring lebron had he won this year or jordan's big shot you know that final i didn't need this but i have it and y'all didn't think i could do it brady with the bucks i thought it was a perfect championship moment and coronation for all night surprisingly i didn't even think of this one it's a good one yeah it's a really good one it's literally this is going out you know Mm mm-hmm all-time legendary hero goes out. He literally beat the big bad fucking villain in this. Uh, yeah, that's a really fucking good one. Yeah, it's it's the it's the old guy, uh, you know, having one last one last run in him. It's again, it's if LeBron would have been able to pull it off or would have faced Giannis in the final, something like that, right? Where it's like no way, no way. Yeah fucking way especially because everyone saw the chinks you know mm-hmm. you, literally you could, you everyone could see saw. the chinks in the armor and then everyone knew that it was over after this but he didn't it wasn't over after a loss it was over after he beat the biggest baddest villain around one and he did it one last time too because he had he had vanquished him before villain rose again and he did it one last time fucking amazing moment shout out to all my best moment in all of my hero academia all right, so my next one, uh, also just like a straight-up one-on-one fight, and it was literally a championship. Mm. So this one's Yusuke versus Tagoro. Oh, <laughs> an actual championship. Yeah, yeah, it was an actual championship fight. But if you watch Yu Yu show, you know, this, this fight in the show had incredible anticipation. You know, this was LeBron versus uh, Kobe, if it ever mm-hmm. happened. It, it was just like it was happening. It was meant to be. Team Urameshi versus Team Tagoro, and we finally get Yusuke versus Tagoro, and it was everything we wanted it to be, but more. Because mm-hmm. his sensei had just gotten killed by this fucking guy, and there's more on the line than we initially thought. He's going to kill everyone in the fucking stadium at one point, mm-hmm. and so now, you know, he... Fake kills Kuwabara. Should I be giving away this many fucking spoilers? Yeah, it's too late Jesus now. Christ. <laughs> but no, I mean, just the whole fight. I, I just think it definitely delivered. I, I feel like you, you can have fights in anime that are supposed to be hella cool that I don't think actually turn out that great. Um, Like, you know, Naruto Sasuke too. Uh, That's kidding. just a bad take. Uh, um, no, anyways. Um, but yeah, just it, I just think it lived up to everything. It had the fucking... It had the buzzer beater to it. Yeah, the literal last thing he had in him. He he counted down his own. I have one spirit. Yeah. He did the anime thing of this is all I have left. I have exactly th- which, knowing his exact power level. Which, by the way, can we stop doing that in anime? Because it's always one yeah, more. It's what? always one more. Yeah. You never have zero energy. Yeah, you do. You never have zero. You well, you do when you, that's literally all you needed. If he, that was his last one, he would have looked up and saw Keiko, and then oh fuck, one more. Yeah, he would he would have found more in the tank. But yeah, I think that's a great one, and. 
it really it was literally championship winning it was him being this powerful thing he basically lived up to all the expectation there can he really be this guy can he really defeat this big bad monster this overwhelming power this overwhelming force and it took everything he had but he fucking did it in a true kind of classic championship way he collapsed to the ground he wasn't exactly crying but you can you can sort of see that it caused it took every fucking ounce of energy that he had to deliver and yes that visualization of i gave, i left it all out on the floor collapsed on the ground he was out when he won the title and that's yeah great 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 championship defining moment i had it on my list as well so i i don't want need to go in too much deeper than that but yeah fucking phenomenal all right so just to stick with the chalk i just need to need it to be said because we both have it we both have already mentioned it we don't need to dwell on it too much Gohan's one arm Kamehameha. I think this is sort of the the standard yeah. of a championship winning performance. This is I get I don't know if Jokic didn't exactly have this. Giannis when he dropped fifty in the finals to win the title. This is the new guy on the block becoming the guy. I am now that person. This Patrick Mahomes having his Super Bowl winning performance. This guy was the guy for all these years. Now it is officially me. Gohan taking the mantle from Goku and destroying cells, saving everybody. I think this is just legendary status you, it's you throw up that screenshot everybody knows what the fuck you're talking about no matter what you say about gohan everybody can say yeah but he did the one arm thing and it's just truly immortalized shit yeah i i mean we can't have this discussion without at least you know acknowledging it because that's what we saw growing up that was what i really think got us into anime big was because it has moments like that yeah you know, and there's like the first real major one. I mean, not first one because that's obviously Goku with yeah. the, with the spirit bomb. Yeah. I don't know if you had that on your list. I don't have it on mine. No, I wanted to go I, with Gohan. Yeah, I don't, I don't like to double down on uh, or double up on anime. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, this is like the most legendary one just because of the shot, the one arm, mm -hmm. everything. But yeah, perfect. All right, so god damn it you had to bring it up because <laughs> i literally just said i don't like to double up on anime but you know fuck it dragon ball z is great so i'll just brush on this one uh vegeta sacrifice was one for me oh, where okay. i guess i guess it wasn't a, a championship championship but it was for vegeta's character mm. because prior to that he was just kind of oh yeah vegeta looks cool uh cool aura yeah but this gave him more in a show that doesn't really give you much uh, as far as character development. Mm. Uh, this showed us who Vegeta really was. Mm. Who he had become. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a great way to put it. You know, he fucking didn't show that he loved Trunks, but he fucking loved Trunks. And yeah. It's just one of those moments, like, you're going to fucking cry watching it. Vegeta's sacrifice is basically like, Every everybody that's had a that's had a dad that's like emotionally like doesn't use their words but can but you know you know they're out there working hard type deal and you know what this is this is what separates Vegeta as far as a father in my opinion I, I know Goku's done some things but is that when it when it came time to it to protect his son to protect his family he gave literally everything he had to give unfortunately was still wasn't enough but yeah I think that's a I think that's a great one. All right, my next one, just to just to go with something more modern, and this will be an interesting one, Demon Slayer. I would say the crowning moment, because it's not just the crowning moment for Tanjiro, it's almost the crowning moment for the show, is the Entertainment District arc, 
when they simultaneously sever the demon's heads. When when Tanjiro is working with Uzui and Inosuke is working together um, with my boy. Man, I always forget his fucking name. Zenitsu. Zenitsu. And they chop off the demon's head at the same time. They both, all of them have ascended to a new level we haven't seen. The animation was flexing like never before. It was sort of Demon Slayer's, I am fucking doing this shit. And to me, that was the ultimate crowning moment for the characters, for the show as a whole, for the beautiful animation, for what this show has the potential to be when it is right. So I thought, to me, that was the crowning achievement. That was the championship moment for the show of Demon Slayer. Yeah, and I mean that 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 really is why I had why I fucking love Demon Slayer like that because that's like I how we started this. This is why I love anime. Me personally, the meathead that I am, this is why I love anime is for moments like that. And Demon Slayer fucking delivered right there, just like they delivered on this newest episode. So, um, yeah, I I like that one, but I actually uh I would have probably went with Rengoku. Really? For Demon Slayer? I think that's really, really when it arrived. Oh, no. Hell His no. His death? Hell no. No, I, I, I don't see it. I, I, I just, I see that as like, a, hey, he was a really cool character and tragic death, but during that, well, no, because during that time, our characters, Tanjiro, Zenitsu, and Inosuke are at their lowest low. They're crying. They're helpless. In in the moment I just outlined is when they have stepped up to that's the occasion. True. They have now become the people they needed to be when they couldn't help Rengoku. Did I just literally say a championship losing moment? <laughs> you just basically said their lowest low for their championship moment. Uh, but yeah, so that's why I think it's a, it's a great championship moment. And then... Uh, yeah, fuck. I'm I'm kind of all out, but I got I got a couple. Well, well, what I got again, I just didn't want to double down. It was would be Ervin's speech. Uh, just kind of, I I just think it pushes the one of the greatest series of all time to new heights. Yeah, it's a character crowning moment for sure. I think as a character that that speech is he as they would say he's goaded forever for that speech for that moment. He is just legendary. It just was, him as a character. We brought up Eli Manning in the beating the 2007 Patriots. It was kind of like the Michael Strahan, you know, yeah, that, Michael Strahan on the sideline. He I gives his that, that, that little speech, you know, fucking, that that's what Irvin did in this. I love that fucking speech. I still go back in the same way. I still go back and listen to that speech from time to time just because how cool it was that he looked at a bunch of grown men in their fucking face and said, final score this. We get, we stopped them. We are world champions and they fucking did it. Erwin, shout out to Erwin, told everybody we're about to charge into our fucking death so Levi can save the day and Levi did it. Still doesn't kill the Beast Titan, but he did step up. All right, so just my last few. I'll just go over them quickly. I think Naruto Rasengan of Pain. I think you could debate on what the championship moment was, but I did like that that was sort of him doing it all natural in a way. I, I You, you could have used a couple for Attack on Titan. I think Levi versus the Beast Titan would have been one uh, to use. I put just as like one that I enjoyed personally was Reagan using Mob's powers, but I'm not sure if that was a championship winning moment or just like a bad, <laughs> badass moment for a character. Uh, Light smiling at L, sort of ha ha his ah, coronation. I think of that one. Yeah, I didn't want to go too deep into it because I really want to save it for when we actually do our Death Note rewatch. Uh, and then Luffy. Well, Edward Elric versus father when everybody's literally cheering him on. Let's go, Elric. I, I think that's a that's a great one. And then Luffy and the three admirals 
if you haven't seen it, I won't spoil it, but he has a moment where he literally does some godly shit and he is face to face with three fucking admirals. And it is just, it is the post, the very first post I ever made was of this moment. And it is a peak moment. But yeah, just a few honorable mentions, but I think we fucking nailed some of the, some of those championship moments, those moments that truly embody what it means to have arrived and be crowned. A couple more that I had, I think when Mustang killed Lust, I think that was one where as far as, I mean, it's not a championship. It was early in the show, but as far as like coolness rankings, that vaulted the motherfucker, you know, just to see what the fuck he could do because in he, he was dope in full metal alchemist, but then in brotherhood, I think this is like, Oh shit. He just incinerated the bitch. And then, um, I'm not going to go into this one. Cause obviously you fucking won't watch the goddamn show, but, uh, Gones a moment. So anyone that's seen that, Gone's transformation. Yeah, Gone's transformation. I, I saw it on a bunch of lists. I haven't actually seen it. Yeah, I didn't want to say transformation. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, oh, that might be a spoiler, but yeah, uh, but yeah, Gone's transformation is that's a fucking incredible moment. I, you know, I'm gonna get to it. No, you're not. Stop. <laughs> I'm gonna get to. It. Just, Maybe I'll just, just. Why even say it? I, you know, I I will get to it. But anyway, a lot, a lot of championship defining moments in anime, character defining moments, arc defining moments, show defining fucking moments. You can always look back; they're forever immortalized. And I think hopefully we did a good job of capturing those. Uh, but before we wrap up today, I think we should talk about. Demon Slayer. So, spoiler alert, if you have not seen the most recent episode of Demon Slayer, because we're about to get into it now. So, what were your thoughts on the episode overall? 50 minutes, which I, I, by the way, love the 50 minutes. I'm so glad they did that. I think it ended up the way they paced it. It was fucking perfect, because otherwise we would have ended at a celebratory spot, and then... And then we would have had to get in. And then we get the backstory. And then we would have gotten into celebratory. So it would have just been really awkward. So what did you think overall of the 50-minute conclusion to the season of Demon Slayer? I really liked it because Tanjiro... One thing I've always thought about Demon Slayer, I'm like, there's no way this kid just has this fucking natural instinct. Just, oh, fucking... I'm going to think of this split second on the fucking spot. He was frozen. He was frozen. You want to talk about a championship moment? How about Nezuko... Making that decision, just kicking him, I'm going to fucking die. Yeah. You know, just kicking him off, go save those people because that's who you are. That's who you've wanted to be this whole time is just saving people from demons. And it's like, yeah, I'm your sister. But, like, you need to go save them. And just when she kicks him off, I was like, holy shit. So, yeah, basically where we left off was, hey, they got to cut this little, the upper rank for the upper rank four. We have to cut his head off. He had dodged some shit. He's on the run. He's getting away. There comes a moment where Tanjiro has to realize that the sun is breaking. This demon is not yet dead. He's going to kill these innocent civilians. But the sun's coming up, so he has to also save Nezuko. Man has no idea what to do. Literally, he can't decide, and Nezuko decides for him. And in that moment, as she kicks him away saying, go save them, you see the ultimate fucking anime tease. I was sitting there like I was laying down comfortably watching the episode when she started to burn. I sat. I'm like, no fucking way. They're doing this when she started. to burn, And then when they started doing the flashbacks of all the happy yeah. moments of all the oh Nezuko and Tanjiro. I'm like, wait, but how my thought was literally how do we go on from here? This is the whole this is the whole thing the man's trying to do this whole motivation. We're going to see a whole different Tanjiro after this. And then he finalizes his flip after all the memories and then takes care of business and then 
we get the grand reveal that Nezuko's okay because she can walk in the sun, which, you know, let me say a couple things. I'm just going to do it really quickly. I'm not mad. It's what the show does sometimes, but like Tanjiro just remembering a random lesson from Zenitsu, a random one-off comment that Zenitsu made. Now he can do lightning breathing. Mastered it. You just mastered that. That was pretty annoying, but I'm like, okay, whatever. It's fine. I'll just, just, just ignore that. So, but then sort of an ass pull that she can walk in the sun. Now, if you were doing this properly, we would have seen the the person researching her blood have teased this before. Yeah. Maybe she sent that before. Maybe that fucking scene happened a season ago. Or at some point, maybe that was sprinkled. Maybe if it was, I missed it. But to my knowledge, there was no indication. And it just felt like this ultimate fucking tease of this crazy, sad, emotional moment. Only to be like, ah, nah, actually she can walk in the sun. But I will say... The moment mattered. The fact that she can walk in the sun matters for the rest of the story, so I'll at least give it a pass on that. Yeah, I think that's the only saving grace of it because yes. if that wasn't part of it, I would have been just like, that. that's stupid. Yeah, you can't you can't because go through the whole emotional... I thought, I thought she was going to die because of Rengoku. And if she had died and Rengoku died, that puts the show on a whole new stratosphere because that means motherfuckers can actually die. Yeah. This isn't Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. This is... Real stakes, real deaths. And that's one thing I've always wanted in anime is more deaths. Yeah. That I, matter. Yeah, I, I know. I, I was I was right there with you. I was like, oh man, this is gonna be this is gonna be dark. We're gonna see a dark tondro and you know, and then it was wasn't that. So, you know, you gotta take the good with the bad, but I think the beauty of the whole sequence, the animation of it, man, it was so fucking pretty to watch, which is what Demon Slayer has always been. And, you know, I will pick one more one more nit there. I also hated how the love Hashira was literally at the very end was like, I can't take it anymore. And she's going to die. And she's literally going to yeah. die. And then the guy saves her. Oh, my God. He saved me. What the yeah, fuck? Why did we randomly to have to destroy to her character and make her be saved by this guy? Like that is so uh, those are my three issues with the episode. But overall. Overall, I really enjoyed the episode. I thought it was the emotion. I think Tanjiro's voice actor really does a good job of voicing like a kid, but going through the emotions. Like he really, you know, I, I don't know how, but they the emotion just come over so damn perfectly. And then we had the payoff, which is always nice. Is everybody's hugging, you know, a little cheesiness with the with the crying, but you know what? It's fine. And then everybody celebrating Tanjiro at the end as he leaves the village. They take off his blindfold and say, You get to watch this part. And he gets to see everybody praising him, being happy because he saved he played a part in saving the village. So just an enjoyable hour of television. Yeah. What Another nitpick is sometimes we got to not do the anime stuff. I didn't mind it. There. We don't need to do the anime. The crying. Stuff. Yeah, I didn't mind it. Immediately after. I, you know, it was okay. I, it wasn't over the top. But yeah, I get it. Uh, but no, I mean, I really, really wish she would have died, but <laughs> it's a horrible thing to say about a child. <laughs> or at least but given it, me an inclination that it, she could be living before that. It works in. The story that it's building. And that's why I said earlier, I think that it, it can't, the story writing in it can improve much more because now it's going to be a lot. I think there's going to be a lot of motherfuckers not actually dying. Mm -hmm. There's no way Rengoku's died already. And now Muzon's about to be unleashed. And, and nobody else does. Yeah. yeah. And now, now there's a big plot 
Kind of like uh, Orochimaru Sasuke, where he's going after her. Yeah, Muzan officially declared that, oh my god, there's a demon that can stand in the sun. We got his backstory, and dude's a fucking psychopath, literally cut some women's heads off in the middle of things, and it, it, it's dark, man. When the, when he's there, the show has such a different vibe to it. It is so night and day because you see all the happiness that everybody had, and then you see Muzan in his backstory and decapitating and killing a doctor that ultimately was the one that turned him into a demon, but he'd already killed him. And so it's it's exciting to see this clash of pure evil approach this guy that's filled with good and light. I want next season to be Muzan's season. All red. Oh, just like him. Like the villains win, basically. Dominate. Yeah. Like how my hero did mm. in a way. But I mean, to to a, to a better extent. But I mean, kill two Hashira because they just had to sacrifice two upper ranks. So yeah. let's they've kill lost, two Hashira. They've lost three of them now. Well, well, yeah, no, it's they've lost three straight. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they got one big dub, but they've lost three straight. So. We need uh we need to push us to a game seven, <laughs> kill a couple. Uh, I think that guy with the big ass burn mark on on his forehead. I think we don't know enough about him, but everyone seems to admire him. He can go. The snake guy can go. Yeah, I think crying guy is actually really strong. So I don't know if he's gonna go. But crying guy. Yeah, the one that's always when he's praying and he's always crying. That Hashira. Oh, with the burn on his forehead. I don't know if he's the one with the burn. But, yeah, I, I do think the villains need to get some. I think we need to take that turn. I think they need to wreak absolute fucking havoc. I think that's what's going to happen. Everybody's going to be protecting Tanjiro and Nezuko. And we may, I, I don't know if this happens, but I wouldn't be surprised if we get a time jump where he mows down all the fucking Hashira, maybe, or damn near all of them. And, you know, Tanjiro's over in seclusion or something trying to protect Nezuko for the final face-off. Wouldn't mind that, but, yeah, I think we need we need some dark now that we've gotten all the good from the you know the good characters we can't always have that we need to you know do something a little bit differently give the villains a win to set up for that epic final clash but overall really love the season of demon slayer it does what it does man it gives you hype moments it doesn't have to tell a whole ass story but how many more do we have how many more seasons i think two only two i think that's a lot to do in two i think so so because there's a lot of people we haven't even met yet that's the thing is that if we're doing if each season's about 12 episodes that does feel like a lot i feel like we need three but we'll see i'm confident though demon slayer seasons deliver at the end of the day they deliver exactly they don't try to do too much they do exactly what they know they're good at so we'll see if next season goes out of their comfort zone but overall really good season enjoyed it thoroughly so that is going to do it for this week's episode of anime matters until next time peace deuces